there. I'm Josh. And I'm Jade. And on this episode of Our Taste is Trash, we review the Hulu comedy Quiz Lady, discuss our never-ending Marvel fatigue, and talk our Golden Globes predictions. So remember to rate, review, and follow wherever you listen. Stick around. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Welcome into another episode of Our Taste is Trash. I'm Josh. And I'm Jade. Jade, a lot of change has happened in this past week. Um, I quit my job and I'm, well, not yet. Almost. Almost there. Uh, and I'm moving to uh, Ireland with my yeah. wife yeah it's great we haven't really talked about it on the show but um it's uh it's crazy so uh i will uh next week when we're recording the show not be in the u.s i'll be uh living over in dublin yeah so crazy it's amazing i uh, i'm really excited so uh hopefully we can keep up with the time difference and uh you know <laughs> keep this up as we're you know watching films and, and hopefully not be as challenged by international film bs you know as we're trying to pick films each week I know that's going to be a little bit of a thing to navigate with us, but yeah, I mean, Hey, maybe if you get a, you know, a VPN. Yeah. Yeah. You can, well, you, um, yeah. Maybe uh, figure that out. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Express VPN sponsor us. <laughs> hey, hey. Not yet. Not yet. Sponsor the show. Anything yeah. going on with you, Jane? Um, you know, I guess just starting a, a new chapter work wise as well and, um, looking to expand on different positions so who knows i'm even believing the state of florida it'd be crazy just a new chapter in both of our lives it's uh, nuts i mean hey jade you know there's plenty of jobs in ireland as well <laughs> listen if you see any you just let me know <laughs> I'll, I'll send i'll send you a couple i have a job alerts now it's great although um, i've have been looking for positions in atlanta which is now a huge center for filming so oh yeah they uh, used to up until recently just do like uh the big what was the big one there the um the uh last of us was there yeah and stranger things films there and actually yeah. quite a few shows quite a few films a lot of reality shows so you never know yeah yeah well jade uh let's take a look at this week there are a couple of things going on one of them is i did see the box office this week the box office uh, i try to keep up on that in terms of what's in movies and what's in theaters it doesn't seem to be a lot of what I want to fucking watch. I mean, right? Except for, except for Jade, Five Nights at Freddy's, but uh, which is number two at the box office. But I saw the Marvels doesn't seem to, is it too early to call it a flop yet? Because that's top of the box office, only made about 40 something million dollars. Yeah. And... I, well, I think that's typically, you know, when, if you're not making what basically you think you should be making opening weekend typically it's counted as a flop um sadly yeah it does seem like that's gonna be the case 40 million for a 200 million dollar film it's kind of kind of steep is this because we didn't have actors promoting the film or is everyone just fucking tired of marvel movies because i feel like that's where i'm i saw the marvels it yeah. looks okay but i feel like i have disney plus i'll just fucking wait for it to come out in disney plus you know yeah i feel like it's a combination of both i think number one doesn't help when you can't have your actors out there before or, um, promoting the film as we know like promotion does help when you send your actors out to go do interviews they go on tv shows you know they're on like hot ones and shit it, it puts you know the movie in your mind but i think this is also just a case of marvel fatigue you know we talked about this before 
And it's getting to the point now where it's almost like homework to watch a single film or single show. Like in order to watch the Marvels, you've had to seen the movie Captain Marvel. You'd have to watch maybe even Secret Invasion because it does feature Nick Fury heavily. Yes. Then you have, which is one TV show. Then you would have had to watch WandaVision, another TV show, to see where Monica Rambeau got her powers. Then you would have had to watch um, the Mrs. Marvel or whatever, the the new one. Um, it's another TV show. So that's like, what, three television shows and a minimum one movie? Like, just to kind of know what's happening in this film. I'm sure they probably do some sort of short recap, but I imagine not much because that's so much information you have to pack in just to explain who these people are how they got here what they're doing in this movie and it's just kind of like who has the freaking time anymore see it's interesting to hear you say that jade because i feel like i was in that space about a year and a half ago where i was just like i know i have marvel fatigue because even even certain films where you don't have to have all of that background in the marvel universe I feel like we were even in that space with like movies that I love in the Marvel universe, like the guardians of the galaxy where they introduce these little characters or have these little asides. And you're like, what the fuck was that? And you're like, Oh, you didn't watch Ant-Man and Ant-Man return and, and fucking, you know, like Spider-Man. Th- and you're like, what the, f-? no, I didn't watch all of that. Like, I just wanted to enjoy the goddamn movie. And you're like, Nope, sorry. You won't understand the next 45 minutes of the movie. And you're like, well, mm-hmm. fuck me. Like, what do I have to go do? Oh, just go watch, you know, 17 hours of fucking television and movies, and then you'll understand this movie. And I'm like, that's too yeah. much. Like, like I miss the days, you know, early in the Marvel Universe where all of the nods were to the people who were loved the graphic novels or the comics. Yeah, or not the right. comics, the, 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 the comic books. Because yeah. That was, there'd be little winks here and there. And like, if you got it, you got it. If you didn't, you weren't missing out on the movie. It was okay. You still understood the plot of what was going on within the actual movie itself. You didn't have to have all of this outside knowledge to understand what was going on. Right. Agreed. Because I think, and I think too, I think why I started getting fatigue recently is because they just completely amped up the amount of content that they're coming out with. I think, you know, before it was like, WandaVision, I think, was the only Marvel show for that year. I think maybe Loki came out like right after, yeah. like, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of it. So, like, it was spread out enough that I was like, okay, I can consume this. But then this year alone, I mean, we've gotten like, what, like four or five different television shows. And then, you know, we used to get one Marvel movie a, a year. And now it's like, what, like three movies a year? It's something so, like that. It's insane. It's just so hard to keep up, you know? Like, if you, you know, one movie a year, that's, yeah, easily within that time frame. I could watch that, get that done, go watch the next one. But it's just kind of, I'm like, oh my God. And now, you know, when you're producing this much content, the storylines just get so convoluted. Like, what are we doing? Like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Like, Jade, honestly, I don't want to have to watch a show like fucking Secret Invasion. I tried one episode and it was just. It was awful. I it was awful. It was it. so awful. It was beyond bad. Like. Yep. Sam Jackson is just collecting a paycheck on that one because it's just. And he, so he knows. He knows. He his <laughs> acting shows that. it. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. sure. You want to pay me stupid like, money, Disney? Yeah, I'll take that Disney money all sure. day, all fucking hundred percent. Yep. Uh, well, happier topics, Jade, because <laughs> I, as you know, I love award show. It's my thing. I love to know. I love to just be in the know that I've watched these, and I like to think I know best as to what 
is going to win because sure. my, my opinion is better than most people's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. What's exciting though is we're actually getting a what was it last year we totally forgot the Golden Globes was on because it wasn't even on TV or something. Remember, or it was like a last minute thing. They get, no, it was on. It's just they had like zero advertising for it. Yes. Like, Literally, no one even knew it was happening. Like, even people on TikTok were like, hey, did you know the Golden Globes are going on? And I'm like, no. But they're announcing it this year. They're starting to advertise. We're getting... Because I know they were delaying, waiting for the actor's strike and I think the writer's strike to wrap up. And so they've just announced a date. It's going to be on January 7th. So I'm kind of excited for that. Might stay up late uh, in uh, Ireland to watch that. But... <laughs> The uh, nominations haven't dropped yet, but that's not going to stop us, Jade, from speculating as to who could win. Since we already talked a little bit about the Oscars and movies, I thought we should dive into some of the TV shows that could win a Golden Globe this year because I think there's a lot on this list that I've seen from I'm reading an article from Variety here, Jade, and I disagree with half of it and the other half. We'll see. Let's just let's just read you some mm. nominations here because I, I want you to get into this. Okay. Television drama series. The five predicted nominees are Secession, which we know was the last season of the show. Mm -hmm. The Last of Us, which was fucking phenomenal. The Crown. This is going to be so. The Crown just dropped. I haven't watched it yet. The but this is the final season of The Crown, so this could be huge for. Oh, thank God. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. Um, and then this last one I haven't seen. The Morning Show, which is I stopped watching because it's absolute garbage. Um yeah. The Diplomat on Netflix. That's and how, wait, sorry. The, the oh, Diplomat. You know, I think you're thinking of. <laughs> I think of like I think it's the no. The, the recruit the recruit i think that that's, that's where my mind like, <laughs> my mind went to the recruit and i was like that's not it um and then it's like wait what the last one is the curse on uh showtime, showtime. yep yeah I, I started that also a couple couple things in here but i don't think they're gonna win they said also in contention um shows like the gilded age on hbo i don't think that's gonna win mm. uh one piece on netflix not good enough no silo on Apple TV Plus. I, oh, I would argue Silo. Tinder. Yeah, I could argue that's there. Queen Charlotte, I didn't think was good enough this year. 1923? Uh, uh, maybe. maybe. Is Outlander still on? Yes, Josh. It's why my sister has a star subscription. <laughs> that show's been on for like 10 years, right? At least. But let me just tell you, I tried so hard to get through that show. It is exhausting. The first season, you're like... Wow, this is pretty good. Interesting, fun. Okay. But then by like season two or three, you're like, what are we doing? Jade, I've tried twice now to start that show because it's like on my TV time, that's like the number one show it wants me to watch. It's like Outlander. I know. You're going to love Outlander. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I've watched like the first episode twice and I'm like, I can't. There's I, too much. I can't get, I can't get past it. saying happen well, for yeah. me to get. Yeah, that's you. Uh, oh, yeah. Josh, no, it's. A lot. A does, lot keep, does it keep happening in the show? All the time. Uh. There's an entire episode where it happens to Jamie over and over and over again. The entire episode is about that. It's Jesus. Awful. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Well, Jade, I'm going to go ahead and pick a winner right here because I think, in my opinion, mm, mm -hmm. and this is tough. This is tough because Secession won in 2021, right? Yeah. I think Secession has enough to win. 
But my yeah. number two, my my number two, if it doesn't, would be The Last of Us. Like those Same. two shows deserve, I think, a Golden Globe for their performances and for just how their show was this past year. I agree. I'm, as we all know, not the biggest fan of Succession. So like my number one would be <laughs> The Last of Us. But I know that because what happened in the last season, I feel like is enough for them to, to possibly win. And I feel like that too is, I mean, there's there's a difference between the Emmys and the Golden Globe. And I feel like yes. Secession has that just makeup of what the foreign press is looking for. Like, like it just, that kind of drama is just seems like to be the stuff that they love. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to, to give you an idea, actually, wow, I didn't realize this. Secession has already won two different times for best drama. Yeah, so I'm let, not surprised. Let, let me read you the last five years to give you an idea here. The Americans was 2018. Best TV drama, hmm. Secession in 2019, The Crown in 2020, and then Secession in 2021, and then last year was House of Dragon. Yeah. Last year was House of Dragon? House of Dragon won Best TV Drama at the Golden Globes. You wouldn't know that, yeah. Jade, because but no see, one fucking watched. No one watched. But this <laughs> is the thing is, Globes are so hard because their categories, I feel, or they're their way of judging is so much more different than the Emmys. You yes. know what I mean? For television. So. I mean, honestly, huh. Jade, the crown could sneak in and win this because it's the last season. It's all yeah. about Diana and it's going to, I think, go all the way up to the death of the queen. So this could be kind of the cherry on top for Netflix. Are we get our, another Harry Meghan. <laughs> oh, I think it does. I think it does focus on. Uh, for the 80 minutes. Time. You want me the, the fucking cherry is if Meghan played herself. I would <gasps> die die what what if she has a cameo that would be the absolute fucking best maybe i would be dude, i freak out wow then i'm genius yeah right come on because she's be an like, actress that'd be like a little like wink not <laughs> wink yeah. not yeah Ooh, ooh, i love this i love this even more because you know what's great about the globes unlike some of the other award show i love that they have separate categories for comedy and drama because Yes. I think that levels the playing field, especially for movies, but also for TV shows. Mm -hmm. Here are my favorites. Are, oh, actually, any one of these could win for me, but 100%. Comedy is The Bear, Ted Lasso, which final season of Ted Lasso, mm -hmm. Abbott Elementary, Jury Duty, <gasps> right? Frasier? Did Frasier yeah. record it? Okay. There's a, it's, it's back on, on Paramount Plus. And Only Murders in the Building. Those are their, mm. yeah, they have, they also have Marvelous Miss Maisel, mm, The Grace. The last season with, I'm sorry. Not sucked. good. Sucked. Not, Not good. good. The Paladinos cannot write a final season. They can't. S same thing with The Great. The Great, terrible last season. I thought it was horrible. Yeah. Shrinking. Um, shrinking? Yeah. I could kind like of CBC. Listen, I think this is The Bear, Ted Lasso, Jury duty or Abbott Elementary. That's the, oh, honestly. hundred yeah. percent. Those four are major contenders. Yeah. And it's interesting that the bear is is placing comedy. I mean, I guess it is, but it's just uh that I can make so it, good. I can make it argument. Make an argument for all yeah, for all of these. Like I love actually, you know it's great, Jade. I'm here at my parents' house. 
I just got them into jury duty. I like, I made oh them watch God. it. We were like watching some BS movie from Love. years ago. Like there are people that like to watch like the Waltons. And I was like, listen, I've got this great new show for you. You're going to love it. I'm like, it's this dumb thing. And they're like, I don't know. We don't really like all this new stuff. And I'm like, listen, oh just watch. I made them watch one episode and now they're like coming home tonight. Like they're out doing stuff. They're coming home and they're yeah. like, we need to finish jury duty. And I was like, yeah, I know. I, yeah, so you yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. This is like, I mean, this is like a, a one of a kind show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is just so interesting and fascinating. And I don't know if it can ever be replicated, which is kind of a shame. But I, yeah, I mean, if you've listened to the show, you know my obsession with jury duty. It's amazing. Also, where I think I don't even need to read the other nominees here, but they also do TV limited anthology series, Jade, mm-hmm. um, or TV movie. Um, I know you watch Daisy Jones and the Six, which is yes. on the list, but really, also, really good. Beef is on this list, and I don't think there's Ugh. any. But look what number two is: Lessons in Chemistry. I haven't watched that yet. I know you talked very highly of that. I'm telling you, first of all, it's going to get an Emmy nom. I mean, I know that right off the bat. I wouldn't be surprised if it took home an Emmy, like honestly, for a limited series, because maybe it'll take a globe as well. It is. Oh my God. It's so incredible. I probably cry every episode. I mean, so well written, acted the, the set and and costuming design is just brilliant. I love the storytelling, the way they decided to, to break up the, the novel and present it with each. I mean, it was just, it's just great writing all around. Truly. I love beef. Beef was amazing. Beef was amazing. And like, and I think because I haven't um, seen Lessons in Chemistry, I did watch a little bit of Daisy Jones, and I don't think that stands up to just what you talked about in yeah. Lessons in Chemistry. I love Daisy Jones in the six, but I don't think it's strong enough um, comparatively. Also, I, I need to look, check out this series because it's been pushed to me so much on Netflix, but one of the things they think might be nominated is All the Light We Cannot See. Ugh. <laughs> That's sorry. all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear, I, read that book it's fucking exhausting the show's gonna be exhausting yeah i can see that i can see that yeah i i'm in for beef and without seeing it lessons in chemistry i think those are your two top contenders for a win here in the in this category absolutely movie review first look well jade i'd love to go through every category here of the golden globes but (laughs) It's a lot. <laughs> I think it's time to take a first look at our movie this week, which is Quiz Lady, starring, of course, the Aquafina and Sandra O. Oh. And first, can I just say, Jade, Sandra O oh needs to do more comedy. Like, she's such a versatile actress, and I don't think she, she does like she comedy does... all the time. Wait, what's the last thing she's been in? She was a comedian. What are you talking about? Her last two television shows were comedy. I feel like all I see her in because that's what my wife watches is Grey's Anatomy, and she's always no, just like that. Grey's Anatomy was like a million years ago for her. Is she, she still? On, is she on that show or no anymore? No, she hasn't been for a while. Okay. She, um, let's see. So she did do, yeah. So Killing Eve, obviously. So that is both kind of like a comedy thriller. Um, she's brilliant in that. She does a great job. See, I never really, um, I never got into Killing Eve, so maybe that's just my bad. Yeah, and then like she wasn't a horror film Uma, but then she was in another comedy television show on Netflix called The Chair. She did voices in Turning Red, the Pixar movie, Raya and the Last Dragon, the Disney movie. She did voices in Over the Moon, She-Ra, Gremlins. Like, you know, these are all comedy kids films. But like those are like that's animation. I mean, I don't argue that she's great in those because I've seen a lot of those films. I'm just saying like it's refreshing to see her 
do something like this. Like, I feel like I haven't seen her in a while and this has been great. No, that's she was in Tammy, another comedy. Uh, Josh, what are you talking about? What I'm is like, Tammy? Huh. what is it? That was about 10 Tammy years was, ago. Jay. Ca- that but was that's 10 years ago. You keep saying recently, like, what's recent to you? I think the last thing you saw her in was in Grey's Anatomy. So I think, I think that's think why you feel was, this way. Well, that and Sideways, which is like 20 years ago now. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, look, I'm like. I, I did watch The Chair, but I didn't feel like that was like a comedy. It, it is a it's for sure comedy. It's a, it's okay. Maybe more of like a comedic drama, but think, it's way more comedy than there is drama. I think I was just bored with that film. Like, I just didn't like that show. It just was okay. And Okay. Well, let's not, spoil, let's not spoil the movie, Jade. <laughs> Give me some thoughts on Quizley. So I, this was exactly what I wanted it to be, which was just a simple comedy. I didn't have to think too hard about it. There were some really funny moments and funny lines, like, you know, and it wasn't trying too hard. Um, and it was just an easy watch, you know, like I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I had to check the time watching it either. Like it just passed quickly for me. Oh, I totally agree. I this is mm-hmm. the, I I don't know how to feel about this film. I literally just watched it. It's not no, but it, it's like that. I think the best description you hear the term popcorn movie a lot. This is that you don't have to think hard about it, like you said, and it's not bad. Like I think we've spent a lot of time the last few weeks picking films where you can edit them as you watch it. And I wasn't right. doing that in this. I was able to, like you said, turn my brain off and go, this is kind of funny. Like, yes, is there are things that can be done better? Probably. But like, my mind wasn't thinking that the whole time. I was going, oh, yeah. okay, they're doing this. Oh, this is a little bit funny. And like, every time I was a little bit like getting to that on board point, something interesting would happen. Like yes. something is like, I'm going to, I'm going to go in depth about the dog part and the gangsters, Ooh. which I think is amazing yes. in our mm-hmm. review, because that just, there's very few times where I'm watching a movie alone where I will laugh out loud, like just like actually start laughing. And that part made me lose my shit. I was just like, that's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious because I was thinking it in my mind, like right in the back. And then it happened. And I was like, yes, this is this is everything. But Jade, when we give our full review in just a few minutes, we'll take a quick break and we'll talk about our film, which is Quiz Lady. It is streaming now on, I almost forgot, Hulu. Yes. <laughs> and now, our feature presentation. And yum. Your mom owes me 80 grand. When you have it, you'll get your dog back. I don't have any money. You can sell your eggs. I mean, it's not like you're using them. No, there has to be another way. What is the square root of 196? 14. Correct. How many hearts does an octopus have? Three. Correct. What? Saffron, Saturn, Aphrodite, Apollo, Aries, carbon dioxide, the equal sign. Correct. Oh my God. What? You know this game. This is how you're going to make the money. I'm taking you to the quiz. Look out. Our movie this week is Quiz Lady is streaming now on Hulu, it stars Aquafina and Sandra Oh, and also the likes of Jason Schwartzman, who just plays such a fantastic fucking bad guy. Like, it, this yeah. reminds me of the film Jade, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Mm-hmm. The character he played in that, it reminds me very much of just, I don't know oh, why. Oh, yes. Jason Schwartzman has a very, I feel like, punchable face. Well, like, did you ever watch, um, what was that one show where he his character is called 
Ethan, but he like wanted everyone to call him cool Ethan. And he was like in love with this girl. And so he blackmailed these like kids who were cheating on tests to like get to know her. What movie is that? I forget what it's called. It has like Devin Sawa in it. But like I forever think of him as cool Ethan, TBH. Also his character in Rushmore. Oh, that's I was going to say that character you just described almost sounds like his character in Rushmore as well. Yeah, they're the same person, essentially. Well, Um, but we also get Will Ferrell. I was going to say Will Ferrell. Uh, (laughs) Yep. Holland Taylor. So, yeah, good cast. Does everyone know who Holland Taylor is? Because I feel like she's one of those people where I feel like people know her as being Sarah Paulson's wife. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? (laughs) I I know exactly what you mean. Uh, like it, I think maybe our generation or like maybe us huge movie nerds like we know Holland Taylor but I feel like maybe younger people or people that aren't as tuned into film and television might know her more popularly from her marriage yeah yeah that makes sense also I really love the writing and directing uh team that we have here uh we have the uh director who's Jessica Yu who has directed things like billions and 13 reasons why um she also is female asian as well which i think is great for this and i think it's why we get such great performances out of sandra O oh and aquafina yeah. especially some of the cultural things that they do in this movie which i found very interesting mm-hmm. because it didn't feel how do i put this didn't feel like it was just done you know what i mean like just yeah, like thrown yourself, in there thrown like in it there made sense to what was happening in the movie there felt like key cultural references where you're like oh like this seems genuine you know mm-hmm. just small little things i know you caught some things there jade but jen d'angelo also is the writer here who has been like a co-producer on films like or i should say shows like workaholics and solar opposites so really a lot of people uh, working behind the scenes on this movie as well, who have a lot of experience in Hollywood. And I think that really came through here on the movie, but let's dive right in Jade. Let's talk about maybe what we didn't like. What was trash for you in this film? So I think for as well as trash goes, there was just some stuff that like, yeah, like maybe it produced some funny moments, but maybe didn't necessarily fit or work as well. I think some of that was like, I think there were kind of too many scenes of Aquafina's character um, Anne in the office. Like some of this office stuff was like kind of funny, but really I just felt like, I don't know, maybe not necessary. They kind of made her this like Milton character of the office. You know what I mean? Jade, I just wrote down. It's funny you say that because you know what I wrote down as trash? Just hmm. Aquafina. Just, just Aquafina. Because look, <laughs> here's my problem with Aquafina. She is one of those actors or actresses that is herself but i don't think she's earned that right and i'm not trying to be like you know what i mean like i don't feel like she's famous like when i go see a de niro it's de niro he's a fucking legend (laughs) like he has the right now i expect to go to a movie and see de niro play de niro and same thing with Sam Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Thank you. Oh, we were just talking about him. I was like, when I go to a movie, if Sam Jackson is not Sam Jackson, I'm fucking pissed. Because all I want, same motherfucker at least at once. least once, at least one time. I don't get. You know what? That's why I didn't like fucking Star Wars because they didn't let him say it. <laughs> they let him fucking uh, say but, it. And but you know what? He did get a purple lightsaber. He did get a purple lightsaber, <laughs> which he deserved. Which he fucking deserved. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, because yeah. he's Samuel fucking Jackson. But and, and I don't know what it is. 
I've watched Aquafina's stand up and I've tried and I just don't it, it's those and I think it's those moments in the office where it's like Aquafina do your stand up like little funny stuff and I'm like yeah it's not it like you know what that's exactly it. I think what didn't work for me in those office scenes is because she didn't have a strong character to play against. And I think when she's paired with someone strong, like Sandra O, oh, we get some good comedic scenes. But when she is not paired with someone strong, I think you see her kind of faults her weaknesses a little bit when it comes to acting. Like those scenes weren't as strong to me. So I was kind of like, okay, like, wh- what are we doing? Like, can we move on? Like, I was I was over it very quickly. And, and um, I think you see the differences in movies like we just reviewed this year, like Renfield. You know what I mean? Like, yes. in those with Nicholas Holt, like, sh- it's great because he is bouncing off of her. She's bouncing off of him. And right. you get some great comedic timing where it's not just the burden on her. And I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's her having the burden of all the comedic timing that just doesn't, seem to translate always the best to the screen, you know? Yeah. Um, Do you have any other trash? That was really about it. That might sound terrible, but that was pretty much my biggest critique of the whole movie. Have any thing super strong no, to say was, about this movie in terms like, of trash. Maybe just like the soundtrack for me wasn't like, you know, anything to write home about, but I wasn't necessarily mad about it. You know, it was just, yeah, it was yeah. okay. You know, which is okay. Could have been a little bit better. Well, let's go to the positive Jade then. What was treasure for you in this film? Oh gosh. I think they had so many little scenes that I think just added to the kookiness and craziness of the story. Like, I, you know, me not saying I like the office scenes. I loved this choice to put them at this hotel that's like Benjamin Franklin themed with Tony oh, Hale. I totally as, forgot he was in this movie. I was just going to say, yeah. I'm like, he was uh, as Benjamin Franklin was fucking, he's like, what with the is, braces? What is that? We're chirping. Just for a minute, can I? That whole fucking scene in the beginning is one of my favorite parts where they're checking in and he's like, What's that bird chirping? The telephone was made after my time, so I don't know what that is. And he goes, Wait, are are you supposed to be Benjamin Franklin? Like, 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 did you live from his time to now? Like, He's a pretty smart guy. I think he would know what a phone is. I think he yeah, would like have during like, that time he would have learned what a yeah, phone is. Yeah, I think he would have it's learned. So Josh, the whole time that <laughs> she was having that argument with him, all I could think of was that would one hundred percent be Josh. I, Jade, like, I wouldn't be able to help myself. Like, no, it, it depends on the level. It depends on the level. Like, if someone was going that hard, I'd be like, it's time. Like, I have to put a You're stop like, to I, this. I, I'm yeah. going to put a stop to this, and I'm going to fuck with and this then guy. The the poor like. What was what did he say? She was um a temp that came out from the back that just like did not give a fuck. Uh, if you could put your hat on, Betty Ross, and he's like yeah. your bonnet's on, and she's like motherfucker. She just, yeah. she has a goddamn nose ring in like and everything. Yes. She's like I don't care at all. What fuck I, about this? But also, Jade, what I loved as well is not just that, but when you have uh, one of my favorite Aquafina scenes was it was them in the hotel as at the buffet and yes. uh, uh what is it the benjamin franklin character what is his name again i always forget the actor's name um tony hale tony hale yeah is sitting there and she makes like a funny comment about the historical accuracy of like oh, it's, eggs it's benedict because she was like oh eggs benedict surprise you would let yeah. allow this traitor in your midst <laughs> and he makes he's, a whole commentary he's so about, happy because like, and she yeah. knew like she engaged with him and he was so happy and i was like this is great like this is a really funny fucking bit in the movie like it's yes. it's amazing no and then he, like his absolute contempt for her sister sandra oh because she was the one that was like fighting him and i'm like mm, yeah no it's so that was such a treasure for me because i was like this 
this is like those funny little moments that like you remember, you know, and yeah. that like you can take from this film. 100%. Um, as well as I loved the choice to give Jason, Jason Schwartzman those crazy teeth. Like they're <laughs> so straight and they're so bright and just made him look more and more like a douchebag. And I loved this like plot line that like Aquafina's character, Anne, was like convinced that he was trying to take Terry's spot. Like even before she got on the show, she was like, oh, he just looks like a, like he's just so smug like i think he wants to be like terry and everyone's like no he seems like such a great guy and then you see in the end when he has like his fucking breakdown and he's like i'm younger and better than you i should be running the show and she's like mm, i fucking knew it i fucking knew it the whole time uh, not jumping too far ahead but i i love the <laughs> the line where there it's aquafina and jason schwartzman and she goes um i don't know what you're talking about i'm so nice like everyone here thinks so uh hey ron do you think i'm nice yeah sure terry <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Sure, Terry. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. And then I love that, like, the, the little detail of, like, he puts makeup on his hands. Oh. And then when he goes in for touch-ups, he, like, puts his hands out and dusting, like, powder. What does, he, what does he say in that one scene where he's like, I want these circular, circular. I want them to really pop. Like, pop. <laughs> I want them to pop. <laughs> so good. I was like, oh, my God. Just It's the, that little attention and detail of bringing in those small moments to – a film like is what makes it work you know i think we've we've watched a few comedies on here that have been trash because they don't think about those details they just keep everything very like high level and you need those small moments and those little things to play off of to make it really work well also what i think really works in a comedy and, and in a comedy like this is it's those follow-through jokes that really yes. make or break a movie and like it's, mm -hmm. it, we saw it in the beginning like when you first are introduced to jason Schwartzman's character i remember it was like aquafina or sandro and they're like does he put makeup on his hands like yes. i think he put makeup on his hands aquafina yeah. she says that the very first time she's yeah. like he puts makeup on his hands because they're so shiny or whatever and she's like what no and then you find out later that he does he does like, it was a throwaway <laughs> comment yeah it's just but it makes it funnier because you remember that from earlier and it's yes. still funny like even then well, like even the poop story like we oh my heard God. it once from Anne's side, from Aquafina's side, then we hear it again from Sandra O's side, and then we hear it the third time when they use it for the clue in um, charades. And like that's just a follow through of like every like you keep getting reminded that she shit in a hole <laughs> <laughs> in her in her family's yard. Like it's so good. But I also love this because sometimes backstory can just bog down a movie, right? When they're trying, when right. you're trying to be like, why is someone doing this? Well, it has to be for this reason. I love that he didn't really slog us down in too much, but gave us these snippets of, you know, even if mm -hmm. you were not to really understand every single snippet, you could say, oh, this young girl had an older sister. The young girl mm -hmm. did not have a great upbringing. She had a very volatile mother who mm -hmm. didn't, care for her the way she did. So her one outlet was this quiz show and that was her rock. And that's right. why she is the way she is today. And it's, it was really interesting because you got this really contrast of like her trying to like keep her shit together with mm -hmm. this thing of the quiz show, but also like, you know, kind of deal with, you know, kind of the funny situations in her life. I don't yeah. know. Like it was, it was kind of interesting. Like cool. I liked just the little snippets we got because we little by little, we got to understand her character as the movie went on. Yeah. And I love the the plot device used in the film is that, yeah, she's obsessed with this quiz show, but like, how do we get her on the quiz show? How, how do we make this funny? And they did that with something so simplistic. They already set up that her mom was a gambler, right? And basically like she, she 
escaped the 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 care home they put her in and she's left to Macau but she owes $80,000 to, you know, some bookie or whatever. So now he kidnaps um Anne's dog and is basically like I'm going to kill your dog if you don't pay me back the $80,000 that your mom owes. So in order to get the money, that's when she goes on the quiz show. But And I just love that it's like, it's silly. It's kind of stupid, but it's so simple. You know, I don't need anything crazier than that. I don't need anything more complex than that. And also just it added another, again, another comedic element because we find out in the end when Sandra O oh goes to collect the dog, this little pug named Linguini, um, that he's actually crazy broke because his whole, his, <laughs> his whole the operation of kidnapping people's dogs to like extort them for the money they owe him doesn't work. And he's actually losing money by taking care of all, all the, the do- fucking dogs. <laughs> I love that Jade, because what was so funny is I'm like, what a weird thing to like kidnap someone's dog to like extort them for money. I guess I'm like, I guess that would work. I'd be really pissed if someone like took my dog, you know, but then to see what tipped me off was seeing the video that they sent like, you know what? Because it wasn't like, I'm going to kill your dog. He sends them like a video ransom and is like, you know, halfway to the deadline. And it, it's something like, he's going to end up liking me more. So every yes, day that you don't come and pick him up, he's going to want to be with me and not with you. And you see him in this luxurious bed. He's being fed like a whole pork shoulder. And you're like, wait a minute. I thought you were going to kill the dog. Why is this? He's been treated so well. Probably better than he's ever been treated. That it's dog like, is like, okay. Well, and that's what makes that whole Sandra Obit better when she tries to go rescue Linguini or and steals yeah, him back is where she's like, I know that you have no money. Why don't you tell everyone? He goes, We all know, we know we're losing money because we're taking care of all of the dogs. All these, dogs. These, pe- these people are monsters. They don't come There's- get their dogs back. They just leave them with us. They have so many medical bills. <laughs> He's like <laughs> This oh one- well, that's so funny is I'm like, yeah, these are gamblers. You don't think they're okay with leaving their dog behind? They don't care. Like, what that, are you talking about? I would love a short film just on like the origination of them kidnapping dogs and then realizing that they just keep taking care of fucking dogs. It's not working. It's not working like their shelter is their front, but it's also like what's losing them money. So fucking good. But, it, but it's also like a legitimate business because they end up in the dog business you because actually, they don't yes. want to. They don't want to kill any of the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, my God. it's fucking that part. It worked out one. so well. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Well, Jade, I'm gonna jump ahead on this next one. I think the best performance in this film for me was. Sandra O. Oh. I, I like I loved her character and yeah. I was all that. I mean, Jason Schwartzman does his thing. Will Ferrell does great. Aquafina, like I said, plays herself. But like, give me more Sandra O oh in movies like this. Oh. Like, I want to see more of this. She, I'm going to agree with you here on this for best performance is hands down Sandra O. Oh. Like she propels this entire film. Like she brings all the personality. She brings all of the moments. Um, and I love seeing like her, I mean, I know she's supposed to be kind of this adult that can't grow up character, but I love seeing this youthful element to her. I mean, she's what, like in her late forties, early fifties. And so I just love being able to showcase her in this light of like, she's still like young and dynamic and fun and interesting and funny. And like, I don't know, she just, she was hilarious to me and everything that she did. Like I, more Sandra O, please. More, more Sandra O, please. Like, I, yeah. I think we're starting a new chapter in her career. I mean, she's a little bit older now. And and I would love to see this. And I know, like, she just kind of gotten off just about one or two years ago with Killing Eve. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's been off Grey's for a little bit. Like, you know, I'm 
I'm ready for her to do more of this. Like this seems like a fun new chapter in Sandra O's career. Absolutely. What about quotes, Jade? Because I I have just a couple, like there were some funny moments. Uh, One that I want to bring up that's just kind of, it's a quote, but it's just a funny kind of interaction that happens (laughs) is at the end when Jason Schwartzman loses he like has a fit because of the way they win the the two sisters win the charade bit of the quiz show. Mm -hmm. And he goes, no, 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 this is not fair. They had some Eastern Asian Chinese mind mind melt. And Sandra O like looks around and she goes, Ooh, actual racism. (laughs) Well, okay. This is again, talking about follow through. The reason why that bit is so funny is because she constantly says that everything is racist Racist. that people do to her. If it's negative, (laughs) she's like, that's racist. And like, but she understands that it's like, not really. And then, so then when she's encountered with real racism, she's like, oh my God, real racism. Real real racism. Like it just made me laugh so hard at that part. (laughs) Oh my God. Absolutely amazing. Um, I do love um, when... This is an argument between Anne and Jenny, which is Sandra Oh and Aquafina's characters. And uh, basically, this is like when they're talking about Anne going on the show. And Anne's like, I can go on the show. What if I'm bad? And she's like, people hate it when women are bad at things. And Jenny's like, you're not going to be bad. You're going to be great. And she goes, people don't like you when women are good at things either. <laughs> That's a funny bit. That's really good. That reminds me of one of the funniest lines I think that's was in Veep was from uh, Julie Marie Dreyfus, and when she's about to run for president and is trying to pick a running mate, and it's the mm-hmm. same kind of humor because that's all women on the show pretty much. And she's like, "Yes, they're like, oh, you should pick so and so." And she goes, "That's a woman." And they're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "She goes, the American people work hard for a living. They don't need that kind of bullshit in their bullshit. life." And I was like, "Oh my god." Why do I feel like that is a real conversation that happens in like real political campaigns? Like someone's like, we should run two women together. And they're like, fuck no. Because no one in their right mind would in in politics would like the American people may be different. But like, as we know, in America, it's not about the the popular vote. It's not about our vote. It's about the electoral college's vote and everyone else. So, yeah, they're not going to vote two women. Two women. Two women. (laughs) Two women. That's wow. crazy. Um, uh huh. I had one. If you don't, yeah, I, yeah, this yeah. was just a funny, another funny moment. And it was with Will Farrell and Aquafina. And he's trying to give this speech about, you know, how the quiz show is great. He's like meeting Aquafina for the first time. It's like her idol. She's so excited. And he goes, yeah. Hey, just remember, we're here to learn and have fun. Don't worry about winning. And she's like, nodding her head like okay and then Mm -hmm. she just blurts out like i have to win to save my dog and he goes i don't know what that means but i'll see you out there and i was like (laughs) so good i don't know what that means see you out there that would be me i'd be like people are crazy and i should talk to them um I love this one is like, so they're, the quiz show takes place in Philadelphia. So they're in this Philly bar and Jenny's trying to get everyone to like have Anne answer all the quiz shows correctly. She bet money on it. And then Anne's like, stop. These are people who punch police horses when they're happy. <laughs> like, And the guy goes, the guy goes, that happened on two separate occasions. occasions. Two. <laughs> Stereotype. Stereotype. <laughs> it only happened two times on two separate occasions. <laughs> They punch police horses when they're happy. That goes into another bit though, because in that same in that same scene is where she tries to start the 
quit the chant with quiz quiz quiz, quiz. Yes, quiz. chanting always works chanting always works, always works. <laughs> and she gets knocked down but then she does it again at the quiz show where she's like oh you need your dog to win here's linguini quiz yes. dog quiz dog quiz dog <laughs> and, and he gets Ferrell's, the dog on the show and will ferrell's like well i don't know what just happened but that was exhilarating <laughs> which again another follow-through joke right yes. like Amazing. it works it works so well well, Jade, what you have any more quotes before we give our final rating on this? Um, I think I just have one more, which is basically the one we kind of talked about earlier, but I have the full quote. It's when Tony Hell's Benjamin Franklin's like, Yes, I uh I heard your voice on that marvelous machine right there that I have heard is called the telephone, but I am unfamiliar with it. And then he falls up with identification and credit card, please. <laughs> you don't and you know you know what a credit so card wait, is? You don't know what a telephone is, but you know what a credit card is, an ID, a driver's license. And he's like, well, a credit was around in my time and I know what a card is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it was great. It was great. Well, Jade, I'll let you go first on this. Where do you rate this film, Quiz Lady? So... I- I think surprisingly for how much I've talked about this positively, I'm going to leave this in a shelf only because when I think of this movie, I don't think I'm going to remember it in two to three years time. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be the zeitgeist. I think this is a very enjoyable film to watch. I think if you're looking for just a quick, funny comedy, you should definitely put this on. Like you're going to have a good time. It's going to be enjoyable, but is it that memorable? Mm, No. That, you know, it's funny, Jade. I thought the way you were talking about this, you were going to go know. much higher. I thought it was going to be think, a gem for you. I know. But here's the thing. This is a shelf. Borderline trash. Not not quite, but it's a shelf because it's, it's good. It's entertaining. This is actually yeah. what we're doing right here. This movie is great to sit around and watch with your friends and then talk yes. about after the fact. Like... If yes. we didn't have as much social media as we do today, this would be a movie we all watched like two or three times, and we would laugh about the different parts and maybe even talk about some of the quotes a little bit later yes. on. Maybe not to the same Anchorman level, but this is that caliber of movie. Like this is that type of movie for sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Th- it just it's again just it's a quick, funny, easy watch. Like it's a good time, but yeah, I'm not really going to be talking about it in a few years. Yeah. Well, listen. I will say out there, there's a lot worse shit to watch right now. So if you have nothing yeah. else to watch this week, especially with all the stress that the fucking your relatives, I'm sure, coming in for Thanksgiving are going to fucking have, watch Quiz Lady, <laughs> put it on the background. Even, you know, the kids might even love it. So yeah, our recommendation is most likely, go ahead, watch Quiz Lady. Yeah. It's streaming now on Hulu. Come on, it's going to be fun. I'm not sleeping on the floor. I'm not sleeping on the floor either. I sleep on the chair. I don't want to sleep in a sitting position. Oh my God. I can't play on live TV in front of millions of people. Once you get to it, I know you got to get through hair and makeup. I already went through hair and makeup. Well, and you missed the spot. I can't do this. Am I sweating? Yeah. You know what? Put your arms down. You're having a panic attack. Doctors prescribe these. Is that cocaine? <laughs> uh, stevia. Do you, do you ever use stevia? The sweetener? Yeah. Yeah. I've got it in my pocket. And once again, our movie this week was Quiz Lady. It's streaming now on Hulu, so go check that out. But uh, Jade, I'm kind of excited for this movie that we're going to be reviewing next week. Yeah. It's streaming now on Netflix, Netflix. And maybe just because I'm a guy, Jade. Um, <laughs> it's directed by David Fincher, which I'll be honest here. 
I feel like in the last couple of years, he's been a little hit or miss, you know, yeah, like not yeah. quite, not quite where he was with seven or, you know, uh, God, I can't, fight club. I was like, holy shit. I know there's a movie that he's super famous <laughs> for. And I it was like, right there. I could see Brad Pitt's face, but he has a new movie out this year on Netflix. It's already getting buzz. I think this is the movie they're trying to push for all of the awards. It's probably, mm-hmm. they're going to try to push it for a globe. I wouldn't be surprised if they pushed it for an Oscar. It's called the killer. Mm-hmm. And what do we know about this movie, Jade? Um, well, it's about an assassin who, after a near miss, battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt he insists isn't personal. And I've actually known about this movie for over a year. I um, feel like there's been a lot of talk about it because, obviously, I feel like anytime David Fincher touches anything, it's big. But also the stars Michael Fassbender. So, I mean, yes. that's kind of exciting. And Tilda Swinton. So... That's I forgot like, about that. I forgot she was in this film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are some big names and you have a great director behind it. So, you know, I, I imagine this is going to be kind of an action neo-noir thriller. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because is it based on a comic graphic series? Graphic novel. Graphic novel. Yeah. Like a yeah, French graphic mm-hmm. novel. So, I don't know. I'm excited. Like, I I always... Any action movie with Michael Fassbender, I always feel like it's super intense and like it is. I don't know. Like I, I think I'm expecting John Wick, but I this is gonna be much different, I think. Yeah, I, I would say so. I feel like this is gonna be just a slightly more like um maybe not as intense as John Wick when it comes to the action, but probably more intense when it comes to kind of like the emotion. Maybe like a little more film noir. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's French, so you know. Yeah. What what kind of Tilda Swinton are you think we're gonna get in this? Like, what what version of her? I don't know what character she's playing. I imagine she's probably a villain, to be honest. Isn't and she almost always a villain? Like, when has she kind very, of? Yeah. Um, but I feel like she's probably gonna be just like that cold, almost robotic type of character. I feel like she does that very well. Yeah. Like, yeah. She can do calculated. Calculated. Yeah. 100% she can. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of the first times I really noticed that, maybe just because it's my, was my demo and my age at the time, but it was like the uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe when she did the White Queen. It was just like, oh, she went brilliant. hard in that role for no reason. Like, th- those movies sucked, but she was like top of her game. Yeah. No. Oh, she's good in everything, to be honest. Yeah, she is. I mean, Constantine, she's great. Oh, dude, her as Gabriel and Constantine, so good. I feel like, honestly, I feel like that paved the way for um, Gwendolyn Christie to play Lucifer in the same way. Yeah. Right? I I could see that. on the same vein. I could see that. Also, just that's, I know that movie uh, Keanu Reeves has been wanting to do for years. They want to do a sequel. Yeah. I would love to, that, I want to see. They, didn't they confirm it? They were talking about it. I don't know if the whole writer strike, acting strike kind of messed it up, but I know oh, they were talking about it for a number right. of years. Yeah. I would love to see them come back. Both of them come back and do that role. Like oh, that would be. A hundred percent. Amazing. Well, it's part of the, well, it would be part of the MCU. Well, then they have to get also, if it's part of the MCVU, that means Disney has shit tons of money. So they have to get Keanu back for sure. They have to get Tilda back. And then they've Rachel. also got to get Rachel. Yeah. I was just going to say that Rachel Vice. <laughs> they got to bring her back too. Yeah. So, I mean, I would be down if they did it. Oof. Wait. What does this say? Constantine 2. Oh, wait. Constantine is DC, not Marvel. Oh, Sorry. I'm less excited. Oh. Wow. Um, but it's in production. It- it I'm sorry. It says it's, yeah, Constantine 2 says it's in production. Do we have any right? cast? 
only two, Keanu Reeves and Peter Stromer returns as Lucifer. Mm, okay. But they don't get Tilda and Rachel. That's going to be bullshit. That's going to be some bullshit. I know. On the real, though. But I do love me some Peter Stromer, so I'm glad they kept him around. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. Like, he was great. He was great as yeah. Lucifer. Yeah. Weekly Watches. Well, Jade, do we have any uh, watches we want to share with the folks out there before we uh, say goodbye for the week? Yeah, um, I just like a, a couple. First of all, just, again, Lessons in Chemistry continues to be absolutely amazing. They're crushing it. The latest episode, I think, was just so well done. We got a lot more about the kind of the history in the past of one of the main characters. So that was exciting. Um, and then I also finished... The Golden Bachelor. So we have one episode left, which is the finale. And Josh, for those who don't know what The Golden Bachelor is, it is The Bachelor's first ever uh, version of The Bachelor with people who are seniors. So over the age of 65. Interesting. Um, Yes. So our main bachelor is Gary. He sadly lost his wife several years ago. And so now he wants to go back out into the dating world, but he wants a lifelong partner. So all of the women that they have, they I think Gary is, I think, 70, 71 or something. And all the women age, I think, between like 65 to like 75 or something. Um, but they are incredible. Like these women, I'm like gorgeous they're so smart they're they've lived these incredible lives you know accomplished lives and it's just so different than obviously regular bachelor which are people in their early 20s (laughs) and um it's just the feeling is so different like they kind of created this community um but what's wild about this show is like gary he's very sweet but it's almost to a fault where like he doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings and then it ends up kind of backfiring in his face because he's trying so hard to like appease everyone but you can't in a show like that you like you have to eliminate people you have to form connections fast you know so it's like he keeps at one point he gets he got so upset about having to hand out the final rose he like put the rose down and like walked off set and was crying oh bless his sweet little heart oh my goodness wow (laughs) oh i know well and then um also so all the women are like pretty great but there was one woman in particular that was like she was insane love her though great television kathy nuts she she was like she started like a catty little group where she would just talk shit about everybody and then like one of the main women was kind of in the lead Teresa, and she had gotten this like she was, I think, one of the first people picked for, like, a private date. And then she kept, like, would keep talking about it. And then Kathy finally was like, you got to stop talking about it. You got to zip it. Zip it. The right, don't you understand? That hurts my feelings. And Teresa's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> like, I was just trying to, exp- like, you know, talk about this great experience I had. Kathy's nuts. I love her, though. Oh, Honestly. Great amazing. television. But now we have two finalists left. So we'll see um, who, who Gary picks. Oh man! Oh, so there's so there's a little bit more left of the show. One episode you, of the finale. So oh. they just did the wrap up, where they took all the previous all the women who were eliminated, and they did kind of the like almost reunion style, and they all talked about like their experiences on the show and stuff. And and again, they were all so lovely. The women are just so lovely. Nice. Um, like even Kathy, in the end, she was like, "Yeah, I, I rewatched that." She goes, "I realized that I let my you know jealousy get the best of me." And she's like, "I didn't behave the way that I would wanted to behave." And she's like, "I've." You know, I made up with Teresa and she's like, it's fine. And she's like, you know, we're grown women and we move past it. And I was like, oh, amazing. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll try. Usually, I don't know what it is. Like reality shows, just not for me. Like it's just I don't I don't know what it is. Except for, except oh. for Jade, mm-hmm. the Great British Baking Show. That is oh. my jam. Like my I will watch. watch. Oh well, Jade, let's dive into let's it because. Just, yeah. Wait. Let me ask you though, because when I feel like when people watch this show, are you on the most recent season or are you just binging from a different point? No, I am binging from a different point. I realized that I was very far behind. I didn't know I was that far behind. So I think I left off at like season five. So I just finished season six. I'm in the middle of season Ooh, seven. Who is so the winner? To catch up. Who is the winner on season five? Uh, Ju- Ju- Julie? Julia? Okay. Hold on. I'm trying mm-hmm. to picture it because that, that was a long time ago. But yeah, I think I binged the first five or six seasons and since then I've kind of just watched as the seasons have come out. out. And now what's great is a weekly because literally in the US, you get it the same week as it airs in Europe and the UK. So it's fucking great. Yeah. It's amazing. Let me ask you now, Josh, now that you're going to be living in Ireland, uh, do you think you're going to have access still to Great British Baking Show because it's a BBC original? It is because, Jade, one of the predominant cable channels is sky in uh, our cable Mm. providers is sky and they air it on channel four in ireland so you can watch it both live or on demand as soon as it's done uh live on i think it airs on like tuesdays or something like that so yeah yeah so we get it i actually get it jade a few days before you guys do here in the u.s once i move over there so yeah yeah so it's great it's i'm actually caught up on the most recent season actually i apologize i'm one week behind because i haven't watched this most recent week's episode but it's been an interesting season so far the uh one of the uh i think girls who's going to make it to the end is actually deaf so this is the first time they've had Mm -hmm. someone with a hearing impairment on the show i think she's going to be an interpreter there yes so that's it they have an interpreter on the show she can actually hear and i think read lips like a little bit because she has an implant in one of her ears Mm. But I think she, to make sure she's keeping up with all the instructions, they do have an interpreter there, Uh, but she's actually really good. Like she's actually like super good. I thought a deaf person can bake, John. No, no, no. (laughs) You know how sometimes they introduce like a new person or a a type of person who hasn't been on the show before. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, they're going to make it to the end because maybe whatever, but she's been fucking killing it. And like, she's been Mm. one of my favorites since like day one. So I'm hoping she makes a final three. Since you're caught up, has there ever been an American on the show? No, I don't think so. I think one of the requirements is that you have to be a, a resident UK citizen, of the UK. But obviously they've had yeah, but you know what I mean? Like I don't know if you are, I don't know if you have to be a citizen, but I think you have to be a permanent resident. So you have to be a resident of No, I know, but yeah. this is what I'm saying is like they have people from other countries that are now UK citizens. Like yes. like this past season I just watched had Manon, she's French. There yep. was another girl on one season, she's Russian, and like they just moved to the UK. And then of course we have a lot of like a large Indian population that I moved from India to the UK. But I've always wanted to see like if there was an American, that would be great. It'd be great. I told, I just feel like the personality is so different. I told Danny, I was like, if I was like, I wonder if, because we're in Ireland, we might be able to, and it's like, nope, you can't. No, you can't. Only UK. It's like, if you were Northern Ireland, Mm -hmm. maybe, but I was like, dang, I was like, if you're North Ireland, you can. I was like, Danny, I feel like you could have a chance at maybe being on a show like this. She could. She's really good. She's really good at cooking and baking. Yeah. I, can bake decently, but like only with a recipe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not like your wife level of like, oh, I just have like eggs and flour and sugar and butter. Let me just bake something super quick. I'm like, ooh, 
where's the card and how much does it say I need? And then if like, if I'm out of an ingredient, I'm like, well, that's it. I that's it. Can't do it. Yep. Yeah. Not have to Google, what can you replace? Now, she bothers me because she's one of those people that doesn't even like measure half the time. She's just like, oh, that's a teaspoon. It's and instinct. I'm like, how do you know? How the fuck do you know? that? That's not a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. How do you know? How do you know that's the right amount? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. It's my or, blood. It's just, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm I, good with a, with a recipe. Give me structure. I'm okay. But outside of that, no clue. Jade, I have some homework for you for next week, though. Because oh, what I okay. want you to do is not only watch this movie that we're going to mm-hmm. watch, which is the killer. Uh, also, I want you to finish up Loki because I mm-hmm. have a lot of questions and I feel like you have a lot more insight when it comes to Marvel because mm-hmm. there are some things that happen at the end. And I'm just going to tease okay. this to the audience. If you haven't caught up on Loki, do it next week. Cause I'm going to put it in my notes. We're going to talk about Loki next week. Mm-hmm. The, I think this might be a wrap up for the show. I think this or oh 100% I don't think they ever meant to go past two seasons well or I think what the possibility here is I think they've opened the door for spinoffs of the TVA I think that's where we are in the show that I 100% can see especially with Kihai Kwan Mm -hmm. I would be obsessed and I I think that's where we are but well Jade where can folks find us between now and next week if they want to learn more stuff um, you guys can follow us on our, all of our socials. You're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Our Taste is Trash. And you can also find us on our website, OurTasteIsTrash.com. Come back next week when we review our movie, which is The Killer. It's directed by David Fincher, and it's streaming now on Netflix. To get ourselves a treat.